0: Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs Quick Pump, a mini-show that covers the best action films of all time. I'm your host, Shani B. Follow the show on Instagram at ActionMovieBuffs and me personally at Shani B. Movies. Today I'm talking about Edge of Tomorrow, starring Tom Cruise and Ms. Emily Blunt. And if you haven't seen it, it's about a man who finds himself thrust into combat with an alien enemy capable of resetting time in order to best their adversaries. I love this movie. It's one of those Groundhog Day kinds of movies, and I'm a huge fan of that kind of story. I just think there's so much fun to be had. I love 51st Dates. I love Happy Death Day. I love Groundhog Day. There's a lot of fun to be had when you have a lot of chances to do something, and I like how this movie does that. I get so excited when I rewatch this movie because it's so good and I love being reminded of how good it is. It's such a cool idea. The filmmaking is really amazing. The actors are awesome and they all come together so well. And the effects are so impressive. They remain solid, in my opinion, and are so ambitious. I'm so appreciative of an action movie that is this big and extreme and awesome. The tech part of this movie is really, really cool. I like a lot of sci-fi. I like a lot of futuristic kinds of movies. And I'm always interested in the tech that the creators of these worlds imagine. And in this space, I love all the different kinds of planes and drones and suits and weapons and devices that this movie is introducing and venting. And, inventing. and it's, it's really, really cool to see, just to see how somebody must have imagined this and then they figured out a way to execute it. It's, it really is amazing. It's also cool that in this story, both sides that are at war with each other end up having access to this incredible gift and ability to restart the day in order to try to correct mistakes you made the day before. And it's really cool that they both have the chance to do this because it says a lot about how each side may or may not be strategizing with this gift. And maybe that's like a little more of a cerebral look at this movie, but I I like that that's part of it, that the they were able to lure them in using something they thought they knew about the ability to do this or they thought they knew about the Omega that gave them the power to do this. And they forgot that both sides have this so they can try to use that to their advantage as well. And I, I love that about this story. One thing that does kind of trip me up is I can't really tell, like, why TC was thrust into this stuff in the first place. We opened the story with him coming in having no idea that by the end of the initial day he's about to repeat, he'll be going to war. And I don't feel like they ever really answer why he's being so railroaded and why they're, like, maybe trying to get rid of him or something. I assumed the first time I saw this that had something to do with the story. But this time around, I was curious if I paid more attention, I might pick it up. And I have not. So if anybody knows the answer to that, please add me and tell me. Let's start with the performances. Obviously, this is another TC gem, and he brings everything we want him to bring. He's so good in this, like he always would be. And he's got that great sense of humor of starting out as a guy who is really not a soldier, just a regular guy, wrong place, wrong time, and then does an amazing job of portraying that guy's journey towards being pretty badass, knowing everything, bawling out, and then having amazing sequences where he kicks ass because we know he's repeated and learned these things. I love the way that his character is both hiding from us and telling us whether or not things have been repeated. And I just love that T.C. is here at the helm. He's such a good, reluctant hero. And I love I love his action films. Another person whose action films I love, but who seems like they're sort of they're on the fringe, but in my opinion, a regular in the action genre, is Emily Blunt playing Rita, being referred to as the Angel of Redoon, the place where she was able to secure a victory against the aliens. What we come to find out later is the only reason she did that is because she, had, she was able to restart the day and learn the weaknesses and then have a victory. And her character is heady. Her character is equal to the character Tom Cruise is playing, and she's just been there first, so she's kind of our shepherd through this thing and nobody but Emily Blunt could do it. She's like a new age badass Ripley and I think she should be in all of the action films. I love her in this. Also, we have a great appearance from Bill Paxton playing Master Sergeant Farrell. He's doing that thing that Bill Paxton always does with some sort of really impressive and memorable voice on an interesting kind of military character. And I've seen him play this a lot in many different ways. And this one is unique. And, you know, even going as far as to punish his squadron with making them eat playing cards because they got caught gambling. I love seeing some classic Bill Pax up in here. Nothing brings me more joy than a true character actor. And this is such a proper movie because it, of course, has these kinds of folks in it. I appreciate it. Lastly, I'll mention Brendan Gleeson is here. And Brendan Gleeson is also in more action movies and thrillers and horror movies than I feel like you would expect because he's also such an amazing, stoic, soft actor in things like Banshees and Bruges. His range is amazing, and that's something else I love about this movie. Every actor in this movie is a high-caliber actor who can take maybe anything and make it grounded and believable. And these guys absolutely do it, Brendan included. So to get into some of the filmmaking and some of the people on the other side of the camera, we have TC's longtime collaborator, Christopher McQuarrie, penning this story, which is amazing. Of course, they have been working together for such a long time. Something this awesome would have both of their names attached to it. I'm so excited for the next two missions, and I really hope Maverick gets something at the Oscars, because in that, everything is practical. And... I would like to believe that if it were possible for everything to be practical in Edge of Tomorrow, I think they would have done that as well, especially because Doug Lyman is the director of this movie and he's a pro. You know, he did Go and Swingers, The Firstborn, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He also did Lockdown, which was a 2021 movie done in the pandemic. It was a really cool heist movie I, I really liked. And it was an HBO Max original, so it is streaming at the moment. Check it out if you haven't seen it. It's a great example of how even this director has a kind of range that can only inform and make a movie better. And given his resume, I am so happy that he brought all of that here. And I really feel like he executed just the way this film is shot is so breathtaking the framing, the camera motion, the choreography of how the action is is moving through those frames and how the actors are passing focus and the images in the frames are passing focus. Just really high level filmmaking. And while I know I'm kind of nerdy here as I admire it, I just appreciate it so much because it's what makes a movie immersive and it's easy to take for granted. But this movie is still as immersive as I want it to be. And I hope it always stays. And I have to think that Doug Lyman is the main person responsible for that because, you know, he's in charge. Director's the boss. I will say that the CG in this sometimes is really, really good and sometimes is a little funny. I almost wish sometimes that this movie came out like just slightly later so that it would have the precision of modern CG. But then I also am grateful it didn't because I feel like there's still the right kind of practical stuff in here and I am always grateful for that. The specific sequences that really stood out for me have to be that initial invasion drop scene, being thrown into this world with TC, watching all of this stuff happen for the first time, wondering what I'm supposed to pick up or what I will or will not get to see again. And just trying to take as much in as I can. I just find the sequence to be so overwhelming in the best way. A packed sky, the amazing free fall shot of him in the sky, the big picture of sort of what we're going to see the specifics of later that we don't even know yet, but that are being planted in a meaningful way, even though there's so much chaos happening. I also love the sequence when TC realizes that he's this is actually a repeat and he's doing this day over again. He's, he's so good at that. He's always so good at that. And I think it's so funny how they duct tape his mouth shut and still send him into to his death. I mean, again, the conviction with which they want this guy to go to war is very silly. I also really love the montage of her shooting him and then the guy calling him maggot as the as the cycle reminder, the rhythm of that and how funny it is. You know, this movie can be dramatic and it can be filled with action and thrilling, but there's also a kind of heart and a kind of comedy in it that someone like Macquarie would totally write a character to do. And somebody like T.C. will always play when he tries to go to London and they all come down the river I love the idea that at first it seems like this is all happening far away from things, but watching those things come up through the river was really exciting and it gave me like Terminator 2 vibes. So I just, as an image, as as a moment there, I really, really like it. And then of course the Paris stand is an amazing sequence. Just so much happening. TC in a suit hanging out of a plane and then being dragged as the plane crashes and then rolling and being like, I'm okay. Just all of the things that make it an action movie great and the final sequence of this film really doesn't disappoint in my opinion honestly it's hard to distinguish the stunts from the sequences cuz there are stunts in every in every scene it feels like so i think i'm just going to stick to something really fun when tc and emily blunt get arrested and they're strapped down to a stretcher He flips that thing over legit, and I was so scared of what was going to happen. But I love seeing Tom do even the simplest stunts, even the quickest stunts. There's something so nice about how that adds an authenticity, and I really appreciate it to talk about the kills that really, really stood out to me. Honestly, that first kill where he tries to save the guy who's going to get crushed by the plane, the time that he tries to save him and ends up being killed, I love because it's just a great reminder of, you know, you could try to do the heroic thing or you could try to keep figuring out what you need to do here. I love that death just because eventually he figures out a way to rhythmically save that guy. And he's he goes through this day in so many ways. And that guy's death is an interesting marker of where he eventually goes to realize he's got to change the way he lives the day completely. So that first little kill in there is fun. And the first way he realizes, you know, he's got to be precise about the choices he's going to make. I really like when he breaks his back while he's training with Emily Blunt and he's like, no, no, I I think I think I'm okay." And she's just like, boom, reset. It's kind of fun. It's in that montage space where they're training and it's the cheekiness mixed with the fact that like we are talking about him dying every single day. He just resets. So it, it takes some of the sting out. And I appreciate the fun we can have with some of those kills. And then I think ultimately the most rewarding kill of all is when we think we're going to lose him just as he's about to get to the Omega. And then he just sort of drops all the pins and, you know, he sent grenades in there. And it's pretty awesome that when he defeats these bad guys, he defeats them and stays alive just long enough to get a little bit of that Omega's power to get one more day out of it and pops back 24 hours to go find his girl. What a great, great movie. I think that about wraps it up for me. Thank you for listening to Movie Buffs Quick Pump and for breaking down the edge of tomorrow with me. Follow the show on Instagram at Action Movie Buffs, and you can follow me on Instagram at Shanny Movies. Thanks again for listening. Hope to see you next time on Movie Buffs Quick Pump. Stay buff. Mm-hmm.